Hi, I'm Diana Olenik, the host of the Alchemia Success Show. And today we have with us Ali Martin. She's a um, branding uh, strategist and she's also the founder of Fame for Unfortune, which is a company related with branding and it's basically dedicated to level up the branding of any company or a small business even. So um, today is very special because branding is a topic that is um, basically uh, related with anyone who has their business. And it's still kind of like a new type of topic uh, when we don't know exactly where to go, when we are new in business, or even when we are uh, trying to get all the business online, that is a little bit kind of like new and scaring at some point. So that's why, uh, Ali is here today to teach us and enlighten us about strategies, how her journey has been, and what is all the value, the incredible value that she has uh, for any aspiring entrepreneur or even for some business owners who uh, really want to level up their branding. Thank you very much, Ali, for being with us today. And please share with us how your amazing journey started. How is that you did all of this? This sounds very amazing, your company. Diana, thank you so much for having me on. I'm like really excited to talk about branding and to talk to your audience. Thank you. Um, so how I got started, it's funny. I thought about this the other day. I think my story goes back to whenever I was a senior in high school. So my, you know, last year of high school, I was filling out college applications and one of the applications asked for anticipated major. So, you know, what did I think I was going to study? I'm sure it was just to kind of gauge our interest. I had a meltdown. I just lost it emotionally because I was super into theater. I really wanted to do theater. I wanted to act. I wanted to go to Broadway. But I knew I was much too organized and relying on a schedule and a, just kind of like a, a strict routine to ever be an actress. I just oh. knew that was not what I was meant to do. I loved it, yeah. but I didn't know mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. Yeah. So um, my mom reminded me that I really love telling stories. So maybe broadcast journalism would be a good route for me. So long story short, I majored in broadcast journalism and it, it still didn't feel right to me. I really I loved the storytelling part, but you know, journalism in local markets now are all about, oh, where's the fire? What's this car accident? And, you know, kind of doom and gloom. Yeah. Whereas I really liked those like 2020 and Dateline NBC where you get to see a, a two hour story come to life. So I actually moved into public relations with a, um, a large company and right out of college. And it, it to me like really opened my eyes because I felt like this is what I was looking for. I get to help tell this company's story to the media and to the world, to its customers. Yeah. So that really kind of everything like was like an aha moment. And then whenever, right after college, that was when social media really started to take off for businesses. You know, it had primarily been something that college students had used and I had used it through college, but um, it really then started to take off for businesses. So I kind of was a, on the forefront of being able to see how businesses can tell their story through social media. Mm 
So, you know, 10 years later, after a decade of doing public relations for companies like Amazon, for the International Spa Association. So I actually got to go to spas around the world and try them and, and, and help other um, spas tell their story. Um, you know, after I was able to do all of that, I realized I can do this for many companies. So rather than just kind of um, nail myself down to one company, I, was, I really started Fame and Fortune so that I could help many companies. So I really feel like I blend that use of public relations, being able to tell a company's story in with social media. And that's kind of where we're going to talk about today with branding, kind of how those two marry together to really um, level up your business. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's what we are uh, yeah, looking forward to understand. Usually we would believe, you know, when you actually, when you read in social media PR, you know, you're not very sure, like what, what does it mean? So sure. I think that it will be valuable to share what is exactly that part that is called, you know, public relationships. What is that? What is specifically branding? How these two come together to create the overall strategy? And what okay. is the results that you would uh, provide? In that yeah. Sense? So public relations is a piece of marketing. So public relations is your... Uh, story that you're telling to media members so that they will hopefully include you in stories. And it's the story that you're telling to your, a larger audience, your community, whether that be your customers, the actual physical community that you're in. Um, and that is translated across many different areas. So that can be represented on your website in how you're, um, you know, telling who you are as a business owner. Um, it can come across in your social media, even your social media bio. You know, it's just a short few sentences, but that can be a piece of your public relations. And to me, branding encompasses what you're doing on the marketing side and what you're doing on the public relations side. So that really ties it all together. Mm -hmm. I kind of think about it, Diana, in a way of if you're looking on Instagram and you see somebody's post pop up. Do you ever have those where when you see the post, you know exactly who it's from without even seeing their username? Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah, it, it, you it's know. Created brands, yeah. It's yes. You, created a you, story, yeah. You can under, you they've used those same colors. They've, mm. um, they use the same type of filter. Mm -hmm. um, it's all that same, you know, very clear graphics. Um those are what you want to strive for. Yeah. for. So in branding, that's really what you want to get to where mm -hmm. when people see your social media posts, when they see their, your TV ads, um, when they see a piece of mail come through your, uh, you know, your mailbox outside, um, all of that cohesive. I mean, I, I will say I am partial just because I did work for Amazon, but I feel like Amazon has done a really good job of if you see an ad for Amazon on your social media feed, you know, it's Amazon before you even see that's who it's from. Yeah. Um, so it's really just trying to think about all the different ways you're touching customers and making sure it's cohesive. Mm -hmm. So are you using all the same brand colors, the same type of font, um, same graphics, same messaging, 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I think people really leave that public relations piece out is because they haven't really thought through the messages they're telling their media in emails or what they're telling um, to customers in meetings and making sure that's the same message they're sharing on social media. Yeah. So, yeah, it all seems like different, you know, the branding, you know, the story, all of this has to come together. For someone who wants to come, you know, and engage in this strategy, which I really recommend to anyone listening to this, because in today's world, if you don't build a, like a good foundation for the brand, then we are lost because online has so many, you know, like many people doing so many, so many offerings. So trying to be unique with a defined brand, it's super important. It's essential in this world now. Um, so my question is, how is the process, you know, like how somebody approaches you and how is the process to creating, to doing all of this creation and this strategy, how it will feel for someone to go through this process with you? Yes. So after someone reaches out to me, we set up a discovery call. So that usually looks like a 30 minute discussion where you tell me where you are in your business, where you feel like you need to grow, uh, kind of the areas you struggle with. Um, and then I share the, the services that I feel like would really benefit your business. So it truly is a customized approach across every client that I have. Um, No client that I have has the same service from me or the same approach um, because I have clients, I have spas as clients, I have construction companies as clients, I have jewelry stores. Um, It's just such a, you know, you can't use the same method or approach for every um, company. So I don't um, do that. And then we, um, you know, usually it looks like some type of uh, onboarding as far as let's figure out what those colors are that we want to tell. You know, maybe you don't know what those colors are. So we need to just start from the basics and figure out what they are and then move forward with using those colors. Um, And I am creating that content for you. I'm writing those posts for you. I'm figuring out the hashtags you need to use so that those, um, you know, the right target audiences will see your stories and your messaging. Um, and then I'm taking care of posting and engaging with your, um, the people that are commenting, the people that are messaging you. Um, because again, it has to funnel even into the private conversations you're having through messages. It has to be that same language and same talking points. Um, so it really, you know, can be as little or as big as it needs to be, but, um, you know, it's thinking about all the different ways you're touching your customers. That, that sounds, yeah, like very, um, it's like an easy process basically, but it depends on the type of companies, like customized basically, because every company will be in a different, you know, stage. So what you do, I guess, is you take, um, you know, their own specific needs and just build them upon that. That's awesome. So, uh, like, my job is also, like, trying to, you know, inspire a little bit people through these uh, amazing stories, amazing interviews. So, like, I understand you you went through your um, uh, process of, um, 
you, you actually choose kind of like the right career because these are uh, related at the beginning, it was that difference, but related, um, it's all related a little bit with marketing and that. Did you have any, you know, challenges, difficulties, uh, like that you can remember that like struck you a lot and how did you uh, overcome those ones? Um, many people would like to know, I guess, um, how did you manage those type of um, um, obstacles in the road? Because those are the ones that sometimes make people not to move, right? Not to make the decision, like the, the fear and all of those things. How did you manage yourself, those situations in your own career? Uh, oh, Diana, um, I definitely came across some struggles. Um, I'm actually just shy of celebrating one year anniversary for my business. So um, I have not always owned fame and fortune. Um, I was in corporate uh, public relations and um, there was a series of layoffs that happened and I was laid off from the company. And I, it's funny, I always told people um, I have a, a family of business owners and, you know, everybody is a, a owner of some type of business. My husband owns a, a heating and air conditioning business and mm -hmm. I helped him get that going. Mm -hmm. And everybody kind of looked to me and assumed that I would have my own business. Mm -hmm. And I always said, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I'll help my husband. I'll help my family, but I don't want to ever own a business. It's too mm -hmm. much work, too much yeah. work. Yeah. Well, then after, you know, a series of layoffs, it really became apparent to me that if I wanted to be in control, that I had to start my own business. And that's when it really opened the door for me to say, wow, I can help more than one company by having my own business. I can, um, you know, re reach more people and help more business owners by doing this. And I will say there was just so many times where you kind of look at yourself and you look at your life and you think, what's next for me? And as soon as it became clear, that's what was going to be the next step for me. Now, here I am a year later and I just think, wow, why didn't I start sooner? You know, yeah. this was, it was mm -hmm. so, it's the perfect fit and it's, it's just been so um, beneficial to my clients, to myself, and rewarding. I just love what I do, love waking up every morning, and um, I think that's a testament to there's going to be times in life where you feel you are at the bottom of the, of the dip, and you're waiting for it to come back up so that you can enjoy those um, experiences. But if you power through and really listen to your heart to understand what you were meant to do and where you're supposed to be, what the next right turn is. And um, there's, there's a saying out there, something like every time you get redirected, every time you're told no, that's life redirecting you where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every, you know, you think about those times where you've been like, man, I thought that was going to be the next thing for me. I thought that was going to be where I was headed, but then you're, it's shut down or you're told no. And I've really learned that that really is life or God, you know, whoever you believe in telling you and turning you in the direction you're supposed to be in. So I'm a living proof of that. And so if there's, you know, anybody listening that really feels like they are in that place, you know, really 
really try to spin that and think about it as it's life just redirecting you where you're supposed to go. Mm, that is very beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, definitely. Um, when we are like overwhelmed, you know, in the situation, in the difficulty, in the obstacle, we tend to believe maybe that's the point where many people quit and say, no, no, this is not for me. This, I, I wasn't meant for this. But it might be actually the opposite message that, yeah, this is meant for you. You just have to give the next step, take the next step, like be brave and take the next step. So those are the roadblocks and uh, that's a, like a clear example of how to actually be able to overcome those situations. Thank you for sharing that. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, your uh, agency and all the beautiful work that you do is um, is uh, gonna have a lot of uh, you know growth in the next years also, because uh, the way that you you know you, you all your experience, the way that you um, explain your processes and stuff is, is a proof that um, you have all your um, you know. Uh, your company, your foundation, uh, the resources and everything is exactly what anybody could expect for like growing the, the brand because you've done it yourself, right? So mm -hmm. you can, you're the best example to show also how to take a brand from the beginning and grow it. Absolutely. So, yes. I also know that you have a podcast. What's the name of your podcast? So people can go and listen to you. Yeah, I started my podcast Selfish about five years ago, and that was when I was working in the spa industry, and I just felt like it was a message people needed to hear. It's all about self-care, so it's all about taking that time for yourself to um, really recharge, and um, you know, there's a lot of brave stories in in selfish as well. Uh, a lot of business owners that took risk. And I will say a lot of those inspired me to take my own risk. So um, I think it's a great podcast to listen to if you are a business owner and you're really needing that boost of um, bravery so that you can go out and, and take some risk and um, a good reminder to, to take a pause and take time for yourself in all of this. So um, you can find it on all of the listening platforms, um, Selfish the Podcast. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think that that's what uh, people in this, especially during the crisis, right? This is what people need more, like more encouragement, more words and experiences, hear from other people that have struggled also and how they have doing. Like, that is the best example, right? Usually we see, you know, like these influences, people with a lot of money and stuff, and we see, yeah, they are saying it because they are there. But the stories are real, but the stories are real people that are, you know, like related with um, the stuff that we do. So it's uh, awesome to be able, like your, um, uh, your sense of help or community that you have and the sense that you have to, to help these people through your uh, podcast and all your res the resources that you share. That is an amazing thing. It's actually a lot of work and, uh, um, People cannot see sometimes that part, you know, <laughs> no. all the efforts that you make to, to bring all of this to, to life. Uh, so that's why I, I encourage a lot to people that please take advantage of all of these resources. It's wonderful, especially when you feel alone, when you feel that you cannot do it, 
that uh, the world is in a crisis and now what is going to happen and I don't, I don't want to do anything. You know, when we have, are in those uh, states of mind, this is the time where these type of resources that are available and that are for free um, right. is like the best support that you could have. Yeah, like there is no excuse. If you are in another part of the world where you're totally, totally alone, so then you cannot feel alone because you can be listening to these type of resources and you feel actually like when you're listening to a podcast, you feel in company, you feel in connection with the people that is talking. So, Amen to that, Diana. I, I say that whenever I'm having a hard day, my solution is to go for a walk and listen to a podcast, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be yours, whether it be mine, you know, mm-hmm. it really any podcast because you are you know, learning and growing and opening your mind, expanding it to new ideas, new people. And I will say 30 minutes is all it takes. And I feel like a new person. That's awesome. What I I do in the mornings is that I wake up early because um, during the day there are, you know, like many things that I have to do. I have two kids, I have a family. So it's, uh, you know, like a lot of responsibility. So I need to, uh, to get things done. I, walk, I wake up at five in the morning and then I go and run and I listen to podcasts and I listen to audiobooks. That is such a wonderful way to, first of all, start the day and also to feed your mind at the same time and put yourself in the good mood, you know, the learning yes. and every time you're going to be, you know, putting just good stuff in your mind. So I invite everybody to listen to the um, your podcast and also to, you know, use all of these type of resources that are free and yes. available. Thank you for sharing that. That's wonderful. So um, uh, basically what you do is, you know, like you do social media management, I guess. Yes. Uh, you, you help people with their communication strategies, public relationships, and also the branding side. Any other thing that you do that people should be aware of? I actually teach classes on how to start a podcast. So (laughs) if you are feeling inspired and um, yes, Diana and I can both attest to the amount of work it takes to host (laughs) a podcast. Um, It, you know, you think it's going to be really fun and it is, but there's a lot of work on the back end that people don't realize. Um, But it, you know, I researched and learned how to start a podcast for about a year. I was just, I wanted to learn everything there was before I got started. And so I really break it down into a three-week course where we we go through all the process and the steps so that um, you don't have to spend a year learning how to start a podcast. You can just do it after the three weeks. So um, I, I host a few, um, you know, different classes online, you know, the podcasting being one, media pitching, if you're really looking to get yourself in the media, I teach a class on that, um, and how to um, do your own social media, if that's something you're looking to do. So, um, you know, anything in the world of marketing, um, I can probably help you out. Yeah, that's awesome, because um, you don't just do the work of the, you know, like the actual process of uh, helping a company to build a brand or grow the brand you also teach the the other ones you know some people want to do it themselves yes to teach that so i like that you have that component there those uh you make yourself available and that's what people need right to get access to the same like all, all the the offerings that you have that um for sure is what is going to help them in their business because right now i say 
usually in traditionally business would open or when we come from the corporate world, we know how is our, like, our expertise and we say, I'm tired of that, I'm gonna go and open a business. But when we start the business, we realize that there are many things that we were missing that we didn't know were needed to make that work, just like a podcast. So we didn't know about, you know, sales, marketing, finances, like accounting, like taxes, like how I didn't know that I had to manage all of that. So it's awesome when somebody, you know, have all of this knowledge and um, is able to take, in my opinion, right now, any business owner should be also kind of like a marketer. <laughs> and yes. also know, have a very good, um, a solid foundation in sales and in all of these, uh, you know, content management, branding, all of this. So if you're teaching that part, it's also a very, you know, like valuable uh, tool that you're giving right there to people to actually grow their business. I feel that the business cannot grow in this world right now in the times that we are now without that. And it's not, we can also, you know, hire people or try to hire people to do that, but it's important to understand also the foundation so we can manage that at least, right? Yes. So thank you for sharing that. So how, um, is, is there any, um, uh, question that you feel that you'd like to answer actually so, like this is another way to say any other thing that you'd like to add that I haven't asked you that, that you feel is important for someone to know about you yeah I think um kind of the advice that I get asked a lot is you know kind of how can I really jumpstart my social media or jumpstart my marketing or my branding today you know, if you can't work with me for another few weeks, another few months, even a year, what can you do today? And I would encourage everyone listening to just post. If you're listening to this podcast right now, as soon as it's over, go to Instagram, go to Facebook, wherever you feel like your community is and make a post. I, I think we far too often get stuck in our own head. And we, we overthink posts. And then before you know it, you haven't made a social media post in a month or two. Yeah. I mean, I, I have so many clients that come to me and say, I thought I could handle my own social media, but I haven't posted in three months. Well, then people start to go to your page and think you're not in business anymore because you haven't made a post in, you know, a few weeks. <laughs> so I, I really think, you know, by getting started, you just have to post and then you will start to learn what resonates with your community and, you know, what people respond to so that you can post more of that. Um, so that would be what I would leave everyone with. If you want to um, get in contact with me, I'm on social media at the Allie Martin and that's Allie, A-L-L-I-E Martin. Um, so I would love for you to reach out to me, send me a DM. Um, I'm happy to take a look at your social media feed and, and give you some thoughts, um, you know, totally complimentary. Um, but if you, you know, can't work with me today, that would be what I would suggest. Everyone just go out and make a post. That's awesome. Thank you very much for sharing that. It's very valuable because at the end of the day is a block mind that we have with anything that we do in the business, right? Uh, implementing a strategy cannot have any result if we don't take that first step. So... Yeah, it's just all about making that decision, putting it in a calendar, I guess, or 
scheduling somehow or making the real commitment to do at least once per day or whatever they, they feel, but keeping that consistency, right? Yes, so people can yes. understand that, yes, there is someone there who is trying to show it. And the other thing, I guess, it comes down also to showing the love, the love for what you have. If mm. you have 100% love, if you're super excited, then you have a little bit, you know, like the drive to go there, invest the time and do it, even if it's just once per day or every three days or so, but the consistency, right, to be there. So for the love of what we do is that we should be doing it. So yeah, I, it's social media is a, it's, it's like, it's something that is kind of like added to what we already have been doing in our businesses. So yes, I guess it takes some years of still more adaptation at the point that everybody is doing it. But still, there are some businesses that are not totally, you know, savvy with all of this, you know, online world, with the, all the tools that are available. There are so many things actually out, out there that are available to learn uh, that uh, you could get, you know, like confused even. But taking that first step, you know, like trying to be consistent and showing the love for what we do, I guess that helps in that sense. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, what, what do you feel that is um, at the end of the day makes you so unique, um, Ali, in what you do? Like how somebody can find, oh, yeah, like this is the differentiator that Ali has. I think my experience of working with the media and understanding the stories that the media is interested in telling really comes across when you are posting on social media because everybody can post to social media. I, yeah. I you know, everybody can do it. Um, so it does take somebody that if you, they are, if you're turning it over to someone like me, you do need somebody that's organized and can manage it and, and get posts out when they're supposed to. But really, again, that's something anybody can do. It's really that messaging that you're sharing, you know, is it a sales focus? You know, are you focused on that sales language that doesn't come across as a sale and um, you're marketing yourself using the keywords and the talking points that you should be using across all the platforms. So, you know, it's really looking at it from that perspective of what is the customer going to see uh, over here and over here and over here. And is that the same with your social media or your media relations, your public relations? So, um, you know, that's where I feel like my strength really lies. And I know it works because I've seen my other customers really uh, grow their platforms um, specifically when they're working with me um, versus others. Thank you. So in what platforms do you work or uh, do you have any specific platform, platform that you prefer or how does it work? Um, so I, most of my clients find that their uh, communities are on Instagram or Facebook. So that's where we typically start. Mm -hmm. um, I have some clients that um, really like LinkedIn. So mm -hmm. we absolutely can uh, integrate LinkedIn into that plan. I will say I don't really like Twitter and I don't think that most of my clients, actually all of my clients, um, are not on Twitter. And if they have a Twitter account, it's just an old one and they're just posting things to keep it up to date. So I've actually been telling people, if your community is not on Twitter, delete your Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, Twitter is so, so fast. Like, 
exactly it so, so it's fast like it's, you cannot it's actually the, time to show you spend more time trying to craft something for twitter before it's gone it actually is the only social media platform that is still in chronological order so everybody talks about the algorithm that Facebook and Instagram use so that if Diana and I always like each other's photos, when Diana posts next, that's going to be the first post that I see when mm -hmm. I open up Instagram. And everybody says, oh, I hate the algorithm because now my stuff isn't seen and nobody sees my stuff. And however, that algorithm works because it keeps me engaged on the platform because I can see Diana's posts. If you're on Twitter though, and Diana, you post at 10 a.m. this morning, and I get on at five o'clock in the afternoon, I'm gonna have to scroll back a long time before I see your post, and I'm gonna miss it. So then people just stop getting on the platform because they just were like, oh, I miss everything that I need to see anyways. So it it really, I think it Twitter's dying. You can you you can say you heard it here, folks. Twitter is dying. Um, so if you have a Twitter account and you're not using it, just delete it. Because if somebody, if a customer searches your business on Google, sometimes people's Twitter accounts are showing up before even the company's website. Oh. And that's not good because you don't want your Twitter account to be the representation mm -hmm. of your business that yes. a potential customer sees. Yes. You want them to see your website that you work so hard on um, or, or your Facebook or your Instagram, whatever that is. So um, yes, if you aren't using it, get rid of it. That's awesome. Thank you for that great advice. So can you remind us again, how can someone get a hold of you? Yes, you can find me on social media at the Allie Martin. And you can reach out to me there and find links to podcasts and website there too. Mm -hmm. And one more time, the name of your podcast, please. Selfish Podcast. Selfish Podcast. Yeah, it's all about self-care. So that's wonderful. Thank you very much, Ali, for being here today with us. It's been an amazing um, opportunity to learn more about you, your journey, how you've been doing things, and all of these strategies that you decided to share with us. Thank you very much, and we hope to see you again in some time because the idea of this is that as businesses grow and grow more or you have a new offering you can come again and enlighten us about what is your new plan or what are your your uh, you know future um, uh, um projects that you have that you can add for sure are gonna add a lot of value to your clients so we really would like to know about all of those plans thank you very Diana. much Thank you. And thank you for telling the stories of business owners and encouraging people that are in business because sometimes this is exactly what they need to hear to get going. So thank you for what you're doing and thank you for the time for being able to speak with you today. Thank you very much and see you in the next um, opportunity. Thank you.